speaking that God is not uh, looking to your talent. You may be a talented singer and dancer. It could be. That does not mean that your talent is pleasing to God and can use that worship. Talent is a talent. There are a lot of talented singers and dancers, footballers. Artists are in the world. Last Sunday I said, if you have that talent to make worship, the worship should come from your heart. God is interested in that. I thank God for all talented people sitting here. All highly educated, highly Oxford universities, English going people, you are sitting here, praise God for you. But what is the use of that talent in the kingdom of God? If you don't use your talents for the kingdom of God, you are utterly erased. Because what Bible said, even if you are eating and drinking, Sister Emma completed, should glorify God. If your talent is not glorifying God, if your abilities are not glorifying God, if your language of speaking is not glorifying God, just because you are talented, you are doing something does not make you a gifted person. As I always say, just because you go to McDonald's, you never become a burger. Just because you come to church, you are not a Christian. You are God-chosen people. Colossians chapter 3, 12 says, it will function? No. Thank you. Colossians chapter 3, 12 says in ESV language, ESV translation, it says, therefore, as chosen people of God, and KJV says, as the elect of God, as chosen people of God, we are who? Who you are? From the back, who you are? Is my numbers are correct? There's people sitting there in the back? Who you are? Hello? Who you are? Let me go closer. Nathan, who you are? I can't hear anybody. You, you want me to rap and ask you? You will run away when I rap. Okay, who are you? Chosen people of God. Make shout some noise in the house of the Lord. Who are you? Hallelujah. God has chosen you. Don't think that you're an accident. Don't think that your existence is because of your talent. Don't think that your existence is because of your education. Something said like that. Education is just a paper. That character remains forever. And character comes from God. Why? Because we are chosen people of God. Do you manifest godly character? If a dog starts barking, it roars like a lion. Can be a dog? If you are a godly, God-chosen person, your character should be godly. I'm giving a thought to you. You may be having many questions. You may be having many reasons to laugh. Smile. Thinking that nothing matters. Give me 20 minutes of time, I'm going to a parable of Jesus and I will tell you it matters to you. And that decision needs to be taken today. Because the judgment of God was instant. And today we do not know when the day will end. The Bible says, like a thief comes in the night, shall come the Son of Man. You will not come with it and, and uh, 
you know, information like a bulletin or a flyer will come, yes, I am coming. Like revival coming, no. He will come. And he will, he will take up his church, his church. Big church. All, not the old so-called church. The faithful ones. Are you faithful to God? Are you faithful to God? Can God trust you? You say you trust God. But can God trust you? There are some questions I am leaving it with you. This is saying God chosen people. Why you are God chosen people? Somebody can help me with Bible reading. Can somebody give a mic to Ayo that she can read? Isaiah 43 7. This also gone. Isaiah 43 7. Everyone who is called by my, my name, whom I have created to for my glory, I was formed him, yes, I have made him. What for you are created? What for you are created? What for you are created? For his, for his glory. And I have formed him and I made him. Who created you? God created you. What was the intention of his creation when he created? What was his in mind? Liberty? For his glory. To revealing his glory is your purpose. Revealing his glory is your purpose. Display his glory. Like you put on the the t-shirts the, the same way his glory should be seen to people. That's why he created. But what the Bible says in John 15, 16 that you have not chosen me but I have chosen you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You have not chosen me. You see, God chosen people created to display His glory, but you have not chosen me. Many times we take credit for me being in the church. I was a sinner. I was an alcoholic. Like that we start our testimonies. But you've been an alcoholic but still you are in the church means what? Before ever you could ever think about alcohol spilling, God already chosen you. Isaiah says, I have created you. Not saying that when you grew up, I thought about you. He says, I have created you. Connect these three words. You are a God chosen people to display his glory. But you are not chosen him. He chose you. Is that somebody wanted to say hallelujah for that? Yeah. You are not sitting in this place because of your merit. You and me are standing in this house because of, because of the grace and merit of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Why? Why? The glory is the purpose. And how you can manifest that? John 1 4. The Gospel of John 1 4. In him was life. And the life was the light of man. In whom was life? Jesus. In Jesus was life. And that life is what? Praise. It is the light of man. And what Jesus said? You are the sons of light. Who? You and me. So, we are, what is our mission is what? That we may display the light of Jesus as light to men. Now, what is what we are trying to do? We are trying to our light. I told earlier also, like sun, moon doesn't have its own light. Okay? Yes, Marshall? And then the sun's light comes, moon is visible. Moon is visible, but moon still doesn't have a light because it is full of darkness. 
And when the light comes upon the moon, the world sees the moon. The moon light we say is not moon's light, but it is sun's light. You and me have no light. We are still in darkness until we are having the light of God upon us. Are you there? Until we have the light of God upon us, nobody. I want to tell you, if you are somebody like I was uh, in a, I was not a believer in my beginning, nobody recognized me. But when I started believing in Jesus, or started walking in, in the footsteps of Jesus, what happened? I tried to live a life according to him. What happened? Many people recognized me. What they saw in me, you are changed. And I, that's the time I say, yes, I have changed because Jesus changed me. And people in this world of era of 21st century you are living, the world is seeking that you portray yourself as the light. And the truth is what blessing? You don't have your own light. Jesus said what? Abide in me. And then I will abide in you. Then what was the word? Without me, you can do nothing. Not a single lyrics of a gospel song will come out in your mouth without God allowing it to happen. Without a single tunes of a keyboard you will learn without God allows it to happen. Without God giving you the wisdom, you will never understand a law of physics or Newton's law or some law. You will never know because God gave it to you. Don't take credit to yourself. It is God created you so that his glory can be displayed to you. Somebody give glory to God in this evening. Don't try to act that you are so gifted and talented. When you are so gifted, praise God. Because wisdom comes from God. Knowledge you can get from Paro University. Certificate you can get from Paro University. You can make a movie great stars in that if God doesn't allow nobody will see it, nobody will hear your music right or wrong nobody 35 years without born in a Christian family I lived without Christ nobody listened to me when I was getting baptized my own family members used to say don't play with God Everybody, you, you played with everybody but don't play with God But in 35 years of age, when I received Jesus Christ, today, willingly or unwillingly, somebody will hear you. Right? Willingly or unwillingly, somebody will hear you. Why? Because you see there is something different in this person. Can somebody see that in you? You are created for His glory. Amen? As a Christian, we should live in the, on the basis of what we are in Christ Jesus. How many of you know what you are in Christ Jesus? If you are a chosen generation, royal priesthood, peculiar people and holy nation, then you will not live like a bankrupt person. Am I true or wrong? David was so young and he had no ability to stand against the giant Goliath, but he still said, no matter, you said, but so it's okay, but I'm, you are threatening me as if you are thinking that I'm coming on my strength, then I can see my brick brother is coming back. He fought the giant, not with his strength or not his stature or his 
figure or his bike, his, his abilities, he did it by the power of God. And people don't try to live on the basis of, of basis of what you may become or what you may not become. Today know that you are not called as chosen people, God chosen people, to be or not to be. You are declared that you are God chosen people. Amen. Hallelujah. That's why I said don't live like a banger up to person. The God's kingdoms, all the finances are available to you. I think you forgot the password. You need to reset your password to get the ATM mission to work and this and give you money. Some of you made Jesus as the ATM. Trouble comes, put the card and pin typing, then they say, this pin is not recognized by the bank. Why? You don't have a relationship with the bank. You are not operating this account for a long time, so it is blocked. Somebody come. Heaven may be blocked your connection because you use him, not allow him to use you. Many people said to me that I am troubled and praying, but I don't get any answer. Why? Because if you you know ask somebody, no answer will come. A child was going in a mall and suddenly he saw some good chocolate and he went to see a lady and said, she put, pull her clothes and said, give me this chocolate. She looked at him, no, 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 go. And then the next lady, he smiled at her, again pulled her clothes and said, give me this chocolate. And that lady purchased the chocolate for him. What was the difference? The first lady never knew whose son is this. The second lady was his mother. Do you know to whom you are asking? Sometimes you become an unknown person to God and you keep on asking. And sometimes the Bible says, even Abraham and Moses come and lift up their hands on behalf of you, I will not hear you. God chosen people, you need to know that you are God's people. Who you are in Christ Jesus today matters. Then maybe, may not be, never comes. Someone said like this. Fame is a vapor. Popularity is an accident. Money takes wings. The thing that endures is character. Popularity is an accident. One song somebody liked and they will take you. I said, I saw somebody in the uh, WhatsApp group, Manchester Union Sports, and still they fail, still I'm a fan. Come on. They have not scored any, well, I don't know about anything about the soccer, I'm just saying, you can laugh and call me that. But I saw that status saying that they never scored, but still I'm a fan of Manchester. That's not God's kingdom. Popularity. Some people, the fans, as Pastor Jordi told us, fans and followers, fans will, when you score a goal, they will lift you up. And when you are not scoring, they will throw stones. But if you are true in Christ, as Dr. William Ham said, gather all the stones and build your forehead. Come on, somebody. Faith is a neighbor. It is today, tomorrow, nobody recognizes. I always say that. Tomorrow, forget about tomorrow. Without makeup, you see somebody, you will forget them today itself. You see somebody without makeup. Better, Jesus said one thing, let tribulation doesn't come in winter season and the night. But better, nobody come without makeup in the night time. Then you need to call me, so I'm possessed to pray for me. You will be scared, fearful. Faith comes and it goes. Popularity comes and it goes. Money. Oh, is a good slave, but masters you and me. It comes with wings. Before you, you may be thinking to put it in your wallet before that it will goes. 
but character remains forever. And whose character you manifest. Because you are a God chosen people. Obviously you need to catch, display the character of him. Jesus. I was reading a book, a management book, a, a management book that is saying, a CEO went into a room, but when getting into it, went into an office, and he saw a lady coming back, and he opened the door and gave it to her, allowed her to say, you please, that she was a feminist very like that, she's stupid, what do you think, I'm very weak and all like that, and no, no, like that, he said, then what character you display? He said, ma'am, I never thought that you're weak, this is my character that I opened the door. I'm the CEO of the company, but this is what my parents taught me. So I opened the door for you. I'm sorry if that hurt you. Do you carry a character? That will not that may be questioned, but you have an answer. My brother, my sister, this is what I am telling you that hurts you, but this is the character of Christ Jesus in me. I love you so I will not tolerate your mistakes. I love you, that's why I will not tolerate your misconduct and lifestyles. Develop their character. In John 13, 18 you read. John's Gospel 13, 18 you read. I need to quickly go. I just go. Oh, come on. John 13, 18 it says, I do not speak concerning all of you. Yeah. I know whom I have chosen. Yes. But that the scripture may be fulfilled, he who eats bread with me has lifted up his head against me. Jesus was saying, I will not speak concerning all of you. It's to disciples. I know whom I have chosen about the 12 disciples. Okay? But the scripture may be fulfilled, who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. About whom he is talking about? Judas. Judas was part of the 12, but he was not chosen. He was not part of his chosen. If you have come to Jesus, the wonder is that you have already belonged to the Father. And Father gave you to Jesus. Hallelujah. You are not chosen because you came to him. You came to him because you were chosen by God. Understand? You are not chosen because you came to Jesus. You came to Jesus. Why? Because you are already chosen. John chapter 17, 6 says that. John chapter 17, 6 says that. And it says, I have manifested your name to yes. them whom you have given me out of Whom you have given me out of the world. Okay. And then? They were yours. They were whose? He's talking to the Father. They were yours. You gave them to and me. you gave them to me. And they have kept your word. And they have kept your word. Hallelujah. To whom you belong? To whom you belong? To God the Father. Because you belong to God the Father, He gave you to whom? Jesus Christ. And then what you need to do? To keep His word. Scripture is very clear. Before ever we become part of Jesus, whom we were? God the Father. He is the original owner. Because we trusted Him, He gave us to whom? Jesus. And what is he expecting from you and me? To keep the word. No comma, no full stop to be changed, no left, no right, no redefinitions. Just follow him. We were priests, fathers, Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai, Elohim. We belong to him and we will give it to him. Jesus is him. Right? Your roots as a child of God are in eternity. It is in the mind of God. It is the heart of God. If you have believed in Jesus, the wonder is that you are appointed to eternal life. Amen? You weren't appointed because you believe. You believe because you are appointed. 
Are you getting clear? You are not, you are not, you, you aren't appointed because you believe. You are not appointed because you believe. You could believe why? Because you are already appointed. Acts chapter 13, 48. Now when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as have been appointed. As many as have been appointed, appointed to what? Exactly. To eternal life. Believe. Come on somebody. Clap for yourself. Why? Because you are appointed to eternal life. When the gospel came to you, you believed it. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter great faith, small faith, but you believe in Jesus. Most of the time, our spiritual life, we take credit to ourselves, saying that I knew I was born in Malta, if God me family, that and this. No, my dear, before ever you could ever born in the mother's womb, He has already appointed you for eternal life. You are appointed, you are a Christian, you are a follower of Jesus Christ because God chose to be one. Don't despise it. You are appointed to be a Christian because God chose to be, a, to be you to be one. The Lord set his love upon you and choose you. Why you know? Because he loved you. And you know why he loved you? Because he loved you. There's no other reason. Let's pray, not pray, make differences, but his love never, never diminishes on that. Ephesians chapter 1, 4 to 6, I don't have time to read. It is a spirit stained. 2 Timothy chapter 2, 10 says that it is you are elected. That means what? Before ever before you, if you ask Tuba, Tuba last century, some 30 years, some 35, 30 years you've been in following Jesus. 30, 35 years, somebody, everybody may be having a time period to tell. But here it says predestined. What to Jeremiah? He said in Jeremiah 1, 1 5, he said, Before ever you were born in your mother's womb, I chose you, appointed you, and predestined. I appointed you as a prophet. Am I talking to you? Now I am going to a story quickly. And give me 10 minutes, 10 minutes is there. Matthew chapter 22, 1 to 14. This is my main preaching to this God's chosen people. There are many things to talk, but time is less as we move in the worshiping spirit. 1 to 14, it is there. I will tell you the story, then you can read less. Okay? Jesus was telling a parable to his disciples saying that kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged marriage for his son and he sent servants to call appointed people. Verse 3. Read somebody. And sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. He sent to people to, to invite for the wedding and then verse 4 it says. Verse 4 it says. Again, he sent out other servants, saying, Tell those who are invited, See, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. <laughs> Here, the king is prepared everything. Food is ready. Everything is ready. He sent his people to, to tell them that the wedding is, the, the feast is ready. But the Bible says in verse 5, they made it light of it, went their ways. One of his own farm and another one is the mistress. That is exactly what today is happening. When God is calling you for his ministry, Sunday is coming. There is an invitation. 
through WhatsApp group, through mouth to mouth, one person to person. Come, the feast is ready. But what we do? We go to our own way. And we go to our own farm means what? Things that benefits your personal life than your spiritual life. Okay, then it happens. It says, rush to seize the servants and treated them spitefully and kill them. Some of them, how you, you may not be killing some servants of God, but you sit and laugh at them. You sit and associate the people. Think that, oh, these people, they always talk about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Remember last Sunday, I, I, I think I said, whenever you speak something that is giving an impression upon your soul, And they killed them. And then it says, Again, King, when he, King Herod, he was very furious. And he sent his armies, destroyed those wonders, burned up the city. Let me tell you those who make excuses to not to come in prayer, not to come to church. This is exactly one day going to happen. Your talent will not help you that time. Your excuses will not help them. When the king heard about this kind of delicately rebellious attitude towards the kingdom, what will happen? The same thing. In his army, destroyed was murderers. It's going to happen. Do you believe that? It's going to happen in the end days. The scripture saying, he will send his angels gathered the faithful one and the earth will cast into the darkness. And then verse 7. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who are invited were not worthy. When he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those who are invited were not worthy. This is about Israel. The nation Israel rejected them, Jesus. And they were he came for them. But that today is applicable to us. What is your response for to, to this Jesus? You have some excuses, some sneezing problem, some back pain problem, some what do you call that money problem, some emergencies. All comes on God's day. That's exactly the job of the devil. To stop you somewhere, somehow, not to listen to the voice of God because faith comes from hearing the hearing, hear, by how? By hearing the word of God. You want you to be stopped. He does want you to be part of the ministry, the church where the spirit is moving, so that you may even God may produce a godly sorrow in you. And so that you will produce, you will be repent and turn back to Jesus. Verse 9. Therefore, going to the high priest, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. Now, God is not looking to any special people. Good, bad, anybody. That's why you and me are in the kingdom. Gentiles. No matter how much you become a Christian, we are still called as what? Gentiles. There was no restriction. Anybody could come. Anybody could come. Why? Because it was the heart of God. It was the heart of God that no one may perish. God sent his son for the all mankind. Even those who are hearing me. You may have not decided your life with Jesus. You have never thought about the life after death. The well polished names will ne never remain in hell. The hairs will not remain there. The bones and the flesh will not enter into the kingdom of God. These all things that you can see is temporary. And he given an invitation. The next so those servants went up into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both good and bad. 
and the wedding hall was filled with guests. The servants went out into the highways and gathered together all who found Indians, Africans, Americans, Englishmen, Frenchmen, Swissmen, anybody, any language, gather them. That's how you are in the kingdom. That's how I am in the kingdom. And the wedding hall was filled with the guests. It's about the Lamb Supper in the book of Revelation. Some theologians say the banquet is nothing that Jesus. God offered Jesus as the banquet to the people. But people were not ready to come into that banquet. Okay, then what happened? You know what? When the king came, when the king came in to see the guest, he saw a man there who did not have on the wedding garment. Everybody was invited. Listen to me carefully. But everybody was invited. But God, when the king came down to see the guest, he saw a man. He was not properly dressed according to the standard of the king's wedding banquet. There should be an alarming question to us. You are invited in the kingdom, nation, but are you put up the right utter to be in that feast? That's why I always talk about the dressing in the church. The dress that you wear is acceptable in the kingdom. Don't you think that you are coming to church? What kind of dress you put? Here is the thing. People may come to church. Come on. I know that some people feel laughing. No. Here the says, you are invited guest. You may have his invitation. But that invitation is make you eligible to come into the feast provided you are properly dressed according to the king's standard. This is the place you need to think, I need to think. I am in the church, but am I in the right position with God? The dress matters. What is the dress for us? What is the dress for us? The righteousness of Christ Jesus. In the Father's banquet hall, no one is permitted who is not washed in the blood of Jesus and put on the new cloth of righteousness of Christ upon him. You can say that I did many miracles, I sing many songs, I dance very much, I heal somebody. God will say, my dear son, thank you for doing so, but I don't know you. Somebody asked me, why did people get healed from such kind of people, such kind of pastors? I meditated upon it and I asked God also in my prayer and God said that it is not because they are anointed, I used them. Just because my people may not get astray, I use them to bring you into the kingdom. But their plight will be thrown into eternal hellfire. There is only one way that you can experience salvation. That is in the cross and the shed blood of Jesus. God chosen people. Here is a man with a true invitation sneaked into, somehow sneaked into the marriage party of the king. I you say this is When I don't tell you something that your spiritual lives are not right, think about it. Why I am telling you? Because I love you. And this is one thing that cannot be. Let, let's hear what he's told. Say. So, so he said to me, friend, how did you come in here without the wedding garment? He was very polite to him. He was asking, friend, it's okay that I invited you, but how could you ever enter into my, my banquet without having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. 
I like that statement. He was speechless. Means what? He had no excuses to give. If somebody, if you remember Psalm 50, 32, if you remember what is God saying in that? Psalm 50, 22. <laughs> we need to go back to this so somebody read. Psalm Open the Bible. And it says, huh? now, consider this. now consider this. You who forget God. He who forgets God. Yes, I, tear you into I tear you into pieces. And then be not to believe. No wonder to be delivered. And some translation says, let those who make excuses be careful that I will tear you out. But there will be nobody to, to help you. I want to tell somebody sitting here, you made enough excuses not to be in church, not to be in relationship with God. Better cut it. Don't make India a shield to not to go to church. Making a statement, I never see a church in India. I don't know where is a church. I thought I was never able to worship in India. Here in your Paro University, the very center of your university, seven years completed, this is the eighth year, you have a church. What stops you from coming to the church? Excuses? There's a danger. Because when the master, go back to Matthew, when the master asks you, how do you came into my marriage? Then you will not have any excuses to fill. You will be speechless. Am I talking seriously? Because your life matters, my Have you ever thought what would be your life after death if not Jesus in your life? Generally, it's only a word. We don't know how terrible it would be. Unimaginable. Do you think somebody can save you? There is no Apple phones to save us from hell. Or not Apple phones to get rid of, get away from us from hell. Do you think some app is there? Do you think? No. There is only one thing. That is what? The devil. If today Christ comes and knocks at your door and says, Enough. Come back to my kingdom. Or pray God calls your life. For some reason, I'm not scaring you. Some reason God calls you out. Where will you go? Do you think that you will be speechless before God? I want to tell you, in according to Timothy and Peter, God says, it is my desire that I may perish. I was literally I said paraphrasing that, like thinking like God would have saying like this. Right? If it was my, it is, it is in my authority, you know, I will not allow a single person to go to hell. But what to do? I have given the choice to you. My door is open. But you need to choose me. You need to choose me. You are speechless. I want to tell you, just because you are in the church doesn't mean that you are a Christian. What garment you are wearing? I'm not talking only about the outside garment. I'm talking about the spiritual garment that you are wearing. Do you carry some remorse in your heart? Do you carry some, some gossip in your heart? Do you carry some frustration in your heart? Do you carry some rejection in your heart? Are you wounded? That matters to God. And you can, every time when you come, what to do, people said like, that's an excuse. That's an excuse. People will say. When Jesus was on the face of the earth, said that he is a friend of sinners. He was called Clatton. His name was blasphemy time and time again. But still, he never did sin. And most quickly, I told Mr. President, if it is 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I don't mind today. Let God allow to minister to us today. You need not to go away from here. I don't know how many of you will come next Sunday. I don't know tomorrow what is 
That's the very one is there. But today I want to give you an opportunity to set right your relationship with God. Then go, ahead, go back, 13. Then the king said to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What is the pathetic condition of that person? Not Psalm 13. Go back to Matthew. What was the condition? Okay, what was the condition? The person who was speechless, somehow he came, somehow. Many of us are somehow in the church, not with the right heart. Jesus is not the heart, the God of your heart. Jesus is the God of your mouth. You just speak Jesus, Jesus, God, my God. It's a vague reputation like a fancy. Without having the root and relationship with Christ Jesus. And the next thing said, bind him hand and foot. Take him away and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This has happened to whom? Where is Bayan? She asked this question. You ask this question. This is the person. My dear child. In the church. But never in the right attire of Christ Jesus. Will be put in. Your question was this. Answer is there. What is the difference between? I will tell you. Okay. So. If you have no relationship with Christ Jesus. You are born in a Christian family. You sing gospel songs. You say everything good, goody, goody, goody things. But you don't have a relationship with Christ. And you are not in a proper attire. What is the proper attire? The cloth of righteousness of Christ Jesus through the sacrifice, sacrifice of him. You never put it upon you. Then there is a danger. It could be you, it could be me. There's a danger. It does not recognize whether it's a pastor, bishop or anybody. Don't look to those pastors and bishops, those who are blaspheming in the name of God. The same thing going to happen to them. You don't judge them. Ask God to forgive them. So that they may not, because they took the name of Jesus, they may have some, some mercy upon them. This is exactly what happened. Just because somebody said something, you just, no, your bad life is valuable. Why? You are God's chosen people. Not chosen from 1920 or 2000. You are chosen before the foundation of the earth. Hallelujah. Okay, go to the, the 14. For many are called. Many are called. Few are, few are chosen. What is the difference between called and chosen? I don't have time, so please do not wait me for ask everybody. If somebody knows called and chosen. There are many are called, but few are chosen. What is the difference of chosen with called? Yeah, answer. Uh, they call people, they are the people that just receive the opportunities. It's something that has been announced to everyone, like in this scripture And the king sent his servants to go and call people outside to come to the feast. But chosen ones are the specific set aside people that have been selected. Okay, I will put it in a different way. The call is that invitation is received by everybody, that's why you are all here. Chosen is who? Who accepted the invitation. I want to ask somebody, did you accept the invitation of Christ Jesus? That I will live for you. You are called. We are your call. But did you do that calling, that invitation, saying that's all I will leave for you? Invited is who? 
the one who accepts the invitation. Bible says, Bible says in uh, one uh, uh, Psalm, it say, I think Psalm or in Gospel uh, says, He came to His own people, but His people never accepted Him, but they rejected Him. He came, Jesus came to His lights, His lights rejected Him. Okay? So, my dear people, yeah, Luke chapter 13, 34, you know, it says, for many are called, but few are chosen. I want to ask you, are you in the category of called or are you in the category of chosen? All are called. Every single person on the face of the earth who able to receive, to hear the gospel through any media is called. No excuses anymore. No status changes. You are called. But who are the chosen? Who? Accept the invitation. What was the rebellion that they did to, to that master's people? They killed them, ridiculed them. I want to tell you. What was the thing? This man accepted the invitation. Who? The man who speaks into the Banquet, but he didn't come with preparation. You know, if you read book the, the Esther story in the book of Esther, you read that Esther's book says that Esther had to go to a one-year preparation to be the queen. Today God is preparing his bride. And preparation is not easy. You like facial and everything, but when scrub comes, you it's painful. Right? It's painful. Preparation is painful. Standing on the knee is painful. Crying and voice don't come out from your heart. It's painful. Your, your soul comes out. It is painful when you cannot utter a single word. Because that is the way God prepares you. Ask your mother how she was prepared to give you birth. My beloved girls, tomorrow, the days to come, you will give birth to a time. You know the birth pain. That is the pain. Somehow you need speak to the church. But you are called, but not. Invited, not chosen. What was this chosen? This station? This man came without preparation means what? He never came with a repetitive heart. Last Sunday. We had a wonderful time of ministering by the Holy Spirit. Do you come with the same heart of repentance today? I last time saw some people, I thought about they will come today early, but those people were late, more late today. That's not the sign of a changed heart. Do you really change your heart? Just because somebody said so, you left the church. Is it right in the eyes of God? Because church is the only place you are secured. Fellowship is the only place you are builder. Prayer is the only place you 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 fight your battle and win victories. You say I'm 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 in online and I am Bible does not does not does not authenticate that fellowship without fellowship. Bible said that the temple is not of stones but of living souls it is made. Living souls come together in, 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 in apps and in online. You just, you just have a privilege to talk to one another but you do not have that expression. Chosen people of God. I just wanted to tell you today. 
Few are chosen. Few are chosen. But many are called. When you come to church, Romans chapter 10, 9, 10 says, by your mouth you need to confess and your heart you need to believe. What you offer should be what? According to Leviticus, your offering should be unblemished. Unblemished. Your thoughts should be pure. Your lifestyle should be adorable. Why? Because we are God chosen people. We need to manifest the character of Jesus Christ. We never failed to love anybody. We never judged anybody, but He corrected everybody. He was so harsh on some people. And the Bible says, if a father pities his son, so shall he, I, I will, I will pity and I will also rebuke my children. And then he says, where is my authority? If today you see church, somebody says something, within span of second, we leave the church and say, I am on online. There is no online heaven for you. There is only one heaven. There you have to physically cannot go, spiritually you need to go. Don't think that there is a cloud created in Apple and unconnected there you can go in you know, online. No. There is to be there is a hell, there is a heaven, realistic. Called are many, chosen are few. The call is everybody who received the word. But chosen are those who accepted the invitation. Some are Christian, but never come with a prepared heart to receive. Some come like a Pharisee to take what wrong pastor is teaching, what wrong other people are doing. I told in Jesus' time it was a sect of people. Today it is a spirit. Pharisee spirit. Every single other person has a spirit of spicy. What did they do? They keep on criticizing and laughing and smiling and joking. Church is not a girl. Come with reverence in the presence of God. You put your dress, girl dress in club. Come to church. Properly covered, properly spiritually covered, physically covered with reverence. Even God can ask Moses in the burning bush, remove your sandals because the presence of God is there when you come to church. I'm not asking you to remove the sandals outside. You carry two, three sandals, it's okay. You carry, no problem. But come with reverence to God. Come with reverence to God because he wanted unblemished offering. One unblemished offering. Check yourself whether you are in the called category or you are in the chosen category. I want to tell you two more scriptures and I will close. John chapter 6 37. When they come with a heart of repentance and submission, I will never cast them out. Sometimes we misquote this. Oh, however I come, as I am, I am coming. No, it is not like that. As I am, I am coming. Means what? The realization of your fallen status. You need to acknowledge before God and come. Then He will not cast you out. John chapter 14, 6. Jesus said to them, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father 
the friend that is sitting next to you the friend that is sitting next to you the person who is your roommate cannot give you heaven your personal choice only will help you i tell you one day no matter you the person who is your housemate roommate ask me your siblings your father your mother your girlfriend your boyfriend your your spouses nobody can guarantee you a place in the heaven no church ministry will help you no pastors will help you no prophets will help you no big mega churches will help you no talents and gifts will help you no degrees will help you there is only one thing that qualifies you that you may be seen in the blood of jesus are you sure you want to repent are you sure you want to cut your life sometimes what happens is a habit that any old call comes we all start up but again we live in the same lifestyle close your eyes now those who are seated if you think that you do not need any reconciliation still I will pray for you because you are afraid of your reputation because you are a Christian these people are not worried about their reputation so they stood up some are confident some are not confident if you are confident pray for other people if you are still struggling the enemy will tell don't stand up don't pray this prayer you are going to church you are reading bible that is enough rest of the things i will take care of you i will give you money i will give you position forget about heaven which you are not seeing i will make heaven for you in the on earth he will give you everything but not the kingdom close your eyes